Eric McDonald. There it is, present. Okay. Thank you. Um, Reverend Brown. Present. Rico Hamilton. Nicole Cunningham. Gloria Berry. Present. Daniel Landry. Tiffany Carter. Present. Gwendolyn Brown. Present. Anita Ekenem. Present. Star Williams. Present. Shaquille O'Kane. Letitia Irving. Freddie Martin. Okay. Um, thank you, committee members. Um, because virtual attendance does not count towards quorum, we do not have quorum this evening, Chair McDonald. However, the meeting can still move forward. Okay, thank you. Um, there is one decision. If we don't get a quorum before we finish, that we'll have to hold off, which is the approval of minutes, but um, that is fine. All right, so we shall proceed then. Thank you very much. We'll um, begin with our ancestral acknowledgement and Reverend Brown, would you please? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. We honor the gifts, resilience, and sacrifices of our Black ancestors, particularly those who toiled the land and built the institutions that established this city's wealth and freedom, despite never being compensated nor fully realizing their own sovereignty. We acknowledge this exploitation of not only labor, but of our humanity. And through this process, are working to repair some of the harms done by public and private actors. Because of their work, we are here and will invest in the descendants of their leg legacy. Thank you, Reverend Brown. Uh, Member Landry, would you please, it should come up on your screen in just a moment. Up at the top there. Yes. We acknowledge that we are on unceded ancestral homeland of the Raymond Tush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their tradition, the Raymond Tush Ohlone has never ceded Lord lost nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place as well for all people who reside in their territory, I mean, in a traditional territory, excuse me. As guests, we, re we recognize that what we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respect and acknowledging the ancestors uh, elders and relatives of the Raymond Tush community and by affirming their sovereignty right as first peoples. Thank you very much. Um, as always, I want to acknowledge and appreciate the <clears throat> Human Rights Commission staff, Jules Stewart, uh, Brittany Chiquata, uh, Amelia Martinez-Bankhead, Zach Manuel, John McKnight, and Kathy Mulkey-Mayer for providing administrative and technical support to this committee, and to Dr. Cheryl Evans Davis, uh, Executive Director of the Human Rights Commission for her leadership and guidance. With that, we'll ask our Commission Secretary for tonight, Jewel Stewart, to call the next agenda item. 
The third item on the agenda is an update on the African-American Reparations Advisory Committee. We will hear from the chair, vice chair and HRC director, Dr. Cheryl Davis about the executive summary, upcoming community engagement sessions, the Human Rights Commission's upcoming review of recommendations and the next steps with the Board of Supervisors and the Office of Reparations. Excellent. With that, I believe we a presentation from our director, Director Davis. Good evening and thank you. I will go through um, the slides. I believe John McKnight is going to pull those up for us and um, share a little bit of the work that we've been advancing and working with the chair and vice chair on to move forward. Um, as requested, we want to begin to prepare for the um, September 19th hearing and um, wanted to do some engagement and contact and hear from folks who maybe haven't been in the meeting. So if you go to the next slide, thank you. Um, just with regards to the background, um, the leadership as well as at the last meeting was a request for us to collaborate and partner and for HRC to support on community engagement process. Um, we put out a, um, we reached out to different community partners and asked them if they would be willing to organize or host or work in partnership to convene a meeting. Um, I think the request at this point, and the chair will maybe say more about that, is um, asking committee members to sign up and to help to support that process. Uh, I have been working with Joelle and wanna thank her for beginning to synthesize and put together an executive summary of the, the document, um, realizing that you know it's a lot of pages to go through in a community meeting and um, a lot of folks will not have the time or the bandwidth to do that. So Joelle is trying to put together a one to three page summary around the process and just summarizing what some of the recommendations have been to be able to share in that community engagement process. Um, next slide, please. Um, so the objectives of the community engagement process raise community awareness um, to provide community members another opportunity to kind of be heard, but just to also make sure that folks understand that the report has been submitted um, and then to really create some buy-in and support to make sure that the September 19th um, rally and Board of Supervisors meeting is um, attended, but that folks also feel prepared to engage in conversation um, around talking points or um, what the ask might be as it aligns with the reparations advisory committee's recommendations. Next slide. So on here, you can see some of the um, folks that we've already outreached and engaged with. We reached out to SF Block as well as Honey Art Studio to host something in the Western Edition, um, spoke with um, uh, Youth First, uh, as well as IT Bookman and Urban Rural, um, and they're looking to host something in the OMI Lakeview area. Um, we have had some conversations with um, 
the folks at Glide as well as TNDC to be able to host something there. Mega Black is looking to host something. There are two scheduled in the Bayview, um, one with Kathy Davis and the seniors there. And we're hoping to um, leverage that to also talk to folks at Queen Ada and other places in the Western Edition as well. And then um, the YMCA has um, offered to host. And then we've been working with Patrero Hill and there will probably be multiple ones there uh, just in regards to the request that we had from uh, the folks in that community about that. So wanted to share that all of the dates except for Patrero Hill have been um, have been set and then we're working with those partners on collateral and outreach and engagement. So um, the dates were set based on the partners and what dates worked for them. So that is why we did not come back to the body. Once we asked them to host, then we had to kind of go with what works for them. Um, we are planning to provide food and whatever else they may ask. And again, would ask committee members to help be there in space to help with those conversations. We'll work to have uh, copies of the executive summary as well as um, the recommendations available in those meetings. Uh, next slide, please. Um, just key upcoming dates and what we've been, you know, we're really pushing for folks to come to September 19th, but just wanted to make sure that the committee um, was aware that September 14th is also um, the HRC, the Commission, the Human Rights Commission is having a meeting, and we felt like that would also be an opportunity for folks who maybe can't take off work or who can't be there on the 19th, um, since that meeting begins at five o'clock to be able to be in space. We also thought it would be a good opportunity for a, um, uh, to, for lack of a better phrase, practice, just in terms of um, talking points or what questions folks may have or what comes out of where we where we've been and it'll also be an opportunity for us to share um, some of the feedback or uh, insights on the meetings that we've had in the outreach and engagement sessions. Next slide, please. So um, Joelle is working with the in-house team at the Human Rights Commission to develop flyers, um, advertising the upcoming sessions. Um, printed copies will be available for the committee members. We're also working and hoping to work with the committee on the outreach plan for um, 14th and 19th. Um, again, you know, we've been really talking to people about this as a solidarity moment and the importance of Black people being able to show up. And so if folks are like, well, I can't take off work or I can't be there, how do we leverage this other date to really talk about numbers or perspectives or the diversity within the Black community? And so we've been um, thinking about, like, how do we leverage those to make sure that folks feel like they have a space to um, to show up and be seen and to not be dismissed. Next slide, please. So this is one of the draft flyers for the hearing and the rally. Um, and so we will be able to share these slides as well, just so folks can um, be able to give feedback. That's option A. And if we go to the next one, it'll show, share option B. Um, but wanted to be able to share that we're working on an Eventbrite as well as um, the social media post. And I think, is that the last slide, John? I'm not sure. Oh, and then this is the, you know, and Joel can maybe share more, but I believe over a hundred people have already signed on to the endorsement form. Um, we wanted to have a flyer so that again, the committee members can share that out. We have some 
strategies internally on how to have diversity of folks being able to sign on to that, whether that's in the Japanese community or the American Indian community, um, just to be in the Jewish community we've been working with um, to be able to get uh, additional folks to sign on to that. Uh, and so that is my kind of quick update on those things. Um, I believe there's also, uh, and you know, at what point when we'll get to that, there's also, we can email it out, right, Joelle, the executive summary for folks to be able to review or to share. Yes. And those are also in your folders and in the, in your binders in the first um, flap, the executive summaries. And although we don't have quorum, so we wouldn't be able to necessarily vote on it tonight. What we would ask is that people take a look at it and you can speak about it tonight or also email us, um, you know, blind copy, do not email the entire committee any feedback or things that you may have. But we would love to be able to, when these meetings start the end of this month, have the executive summary as well as um, a few copies. It's pretty pricely to copy the whole report, but that we want to make it available uh, electronically and then folks can ask for copies uh, if they'd like. But we didn't want to have thousands of them printed and spend theoretically $20,000 on them and then um, not have people read it. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yes, those are based on the, the host of the date that they selected. We could potentially add more dates. Um, that was how many, how many is that already on there? Okay. Okay. We can, yeah, if you have um, some specific dates or uh, locations, we can, I can follow up with you and um, talk through those. Mm -hmm. Barry. Thank you, Chair. As far as locations in D10, I also have concerns about Double Rock and Sunnydale that are often said are not included and folks say that when you say Bayview, oh my God, my phone is recording me, stop. Anyway, um, yeah, that we do something in those neighborhoods as well, because as we all know, everybody can't go to every neighborhood. And then in reference to the executive summary, I'm still kind of bothered by the summary of recommendations because I don't want it to any way elude to the fact that each of the committees, the subcommittees recommendations are summarized into these few that are put on this sheet and not to elude to that it being a priority like those are these whoever made these on this sheet because it wasn't my committee that did these education um, points that that's not ever presented to anyone that one prioritizes over the other out of the hundreds of recommendations we have on the report. Also, I wanted to speak on, I respect the leadership request for HRC to help with the rally and the day of events for the hearing. And I just, I, I see later on in the slides that the committee as well would be able to have input, but I just wanna be assured of that that we're not in the dark of what is being done when it comes to the work we've done that for that day and what it's all about and that the passion and the efforts are 
a collective one. And I have concern about one person's name that was on there that's listed for outreach who was at our last hearing and passed out talking points for another item that had nothing to do with reparations. I don't, I'm not really feeling comfortable with that person now being responsible for reparations when she had no concern about it at the last hearing. Also, I would like to discuss with other members if you have thoughts on trying to rally up the community to come to two meetings, the HRC meeting on the 14th, and then again the following week on the 19th to the day of rally and the day the report is submitted because I think that's too much to ask of the community. However, when Director Davis mentioned about people working during the day or whatnot, if that could be as a secondary option for those who are bothered that they can't make it on the 19th, that they do have something they can come to on the 14th, but not insisting that community come to both because I think the hearing and the rally is the the bulk and the meat of where we need all hands on deck. Other than that, that's the end of my comments. Thank you very much. Um, so a couple of things. Go ahead. Um, just through the chair. So definitely we will follow up with Bayview and Sunnydale. I just also want to make sure folks are aware of bandwidth and capacity. So there are already, I don't know, six, seven of those planned between now and the um, the 19th, and Zach and Joel are already gonna be out for some of those. So I just wanna make sure that if we're gonna build out those things that the committee is able to, if staff is not, um, Saida and I are gonna cover the ones, well, I'm gonna be at all of them, but that um, we'll also just cover for where Zach and Joel will not be able um, to attend. Stay but, on that point just for a second, if you would. And so the ask there members is, um, Joelle, if you would please distribute that particular slide or what have you with all the dates and the ask committee members is for you to commit to one or some of those, particularly, and, and in addition to the ones that we're talking about adding, which are important to add, uh, and also bear in mind that we'll need to find hosts um, for those additional ones. Yeah, so um, we'll definitely follow up with um the committee members around that. With regards to the summary, Joelle can speak more to how she summarized or what happened in that space. I think the intention is not to uh, infer that there was priority given to that. I think it was just to say in general, these are things that were discussed. I also just want to, and I think, you know, the plan is to have not the full document, but at least the pages with the recommendations available. I think the, the challenge is you know, how do we make sure in a um, short time period with folks that we don't get new recommendations and it's a lot for people to digest, right? And so I think in terms of preparing people to be able to come to the hearing and to kind of move through that, we do need to, and if that's something that the committee needs to do offline, I do think that you're going to have to I don't think that it's going to be helpful to give people a hundred things and think that they're going to be succinct in like one minute or 30 seconds, because depending on how many people show up for the hearing, they may cut time. So just to, to think about like what those talking points look like or what it is that you want people to get out. Um, and then 
um, I think this is where it gets challenging because, you know, the committee is well within their um, right to to push and highlight the things that they want, but that ultimately everyone staffs the Human Rights Commission. Like, so it's going to be my job to try and get people to come to at the request of the commissioners. Like, I, I'm going to still try to get people to come to the the hearing. So we could ask them to change their meeting date or to do something. But theoretically, one of the things was that the recommendations were supposed to be presented to the HRC. And they want to make sure that they, the commissioners, want to make sure that they hear from people as well. So, you know, we can definitely prioritize and tell people to only come to one, but that theoretically, I'm sure the commission would like to see people um, come. And if you develop that you want to do it a different strategy or whatnot, that's that's totally fine. And then just with regards to, and I think we we talked about this a little bit before, there were two things on the, um, the agenda at the previous hearing. And we it was very clear, and we talked about this before, that folks wanted separation. This committee was very clear to me that you wanted Dreamkeeper and the reparations piece to be separated, to not have it. And so Dreamkeeper and Mega Black organized the folks and they organized their talking points. I don't think much like, you know, working with folks that are from Kathy Davis's space and the seniors, they're going to have a very different agenda and things that they want to talk about and highlight, I would imagine. So I think we just have to be really careful when we're asking people to work with us about saying who or can or cannot represent a body that we're working with. So in that regard, like we could say to, you know, Kathy Davis or OMI or to all the other folks, like we don't, we don't want whoever you have, that's the point to be a part of this. But then we theoretically would be saying we don't want that body to be a part of it. So I just want to be clear in that. So you're fine to say you don't want an individual because of something that they did um, to be a part, then I would imagine that that individual and the people that they are working with would say, then we're not going to participate. Thank you. Um, so a, a, a few more things. And yes, and then what, yeah, if you would please um, hit your request to speak that way. I know you have something else. Yes. Uh, uh, I, I saw you hand. Hold on one second. Brother. Yeah, no problem. Um, so in terms of the um, um, the public hearings, I think it's important for us to keep in mind, these are public hearings and we can't control what folks come in the room and say. We certainly can manage who we try to elicit and um, have them speak on our behalf. Um, but I'd like to have us focused on who we like to have speak on our behalf and not expend a bunch of energy trying to control what, what folks may want to come in, in the room and say, that because it's a public meeting and it's there their prerogative to say what they what they'd like to say. Um, so again, in terms of some next steps, and, I, and I'm going to call on members in just a moment for additional comments, but uh, one, please sign up um, um, to attend and kind of help host um, the <clears throat> community engagement um, meetings that are being planned. Two, please distribute the um, the flyer to request endorsements. Um, what we wanna get as many endorsements as we possibly can from a, a diverse set of stakeholders and allies. So um, please distribute that far and wide. Joelle, is there a way or how can we 
um, regularly visit who has endorsed already? Great question. Um, so Chair McDonald, I can give you access, editing access to the form. It's a Google form and you can, um, that way you can see how many people have signed on. The last that I checked, it was 115 people so far, which is phenomenal, but um, obviously we want more or the committee wants more. So I can give you edit access. It's difficult for everyone to yeah. have access okay. to That's it. Fine. So, okay, um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and so, and also again, want to emphasize, we want both individuals and we want organizations. Um, and so as you are distributing, particularly to your networks, um, we certainly want the individuals and where possible, we want the organizations uh, endorsing the plan. Um, so please do that. Um, all right, let me call them. I'm going to call them Reverend Brown, and then I'll come to Member Carter. Uh, Mr. Chairman, members of the task force, I just want to acknowledge that on the 27th of August, which is the regular scheduled meeting of the NACP, we will have a mass meeting at Third Baptist at three o'clock in support of the labors of this task force. It's all about support. It's not about debate. It's about affirming what the task force has agreed upon. What time was that, sir? Three o'clock. 27th. 27th. Thank you. Member Carter, please. Yes. A member bear. Thank you, Chair. I just wanted to respond to Director Davis' comments and add for the record that for D10, I also mentioned Double Rock, not just Sunnydale. So both those neighborhoods, which are distinct, need to have outreach. And I'd be happy to help with any way we can reach those neighborhoods. Um, also, back to the summary of recommendations, the reason why I know we can't list all recommendations, I'm not silly enough to think that way. I know what a summary is. What I am saying is, it specifically says on this sheet that each subcommittee defined its own priority areas. And I know my subcommittee did not define these subcommittee areas. And I'd like the public to know the truth. And I would like our sub subcommittee to be asked, what is our priority areas? And I know for a fact without meeting with my subcommittee that a black school is one of the top priorities we want for black San Francisco. We want a black school and that's not mentioned at all on there. So I would like it to either be worded differently, that this is what Human Rights Commission thinks the priority should be, or if we're going to say the subcommittee recommends that, then to ask the subcommittee. Thank you, Member Barry. Um, I just wanted to address that about the um, about the summary, and um, that is that point is well taken. Those. The headings that are on there, the bullet points that are on the executive summary are just the headings that were on that. Those are the way that the 
the um, recommendations were categorized in the report. So I just took the um, headings that everything is arranged under and put those as the bullet points for the summary, just because it's the 30,000 foot level view of the specific recommendations with the idea of the recommendations themselves, all 100 plus of them being distributed in tandem with the executive summary. But um, the point is well taken and that's just a draft so we can edit it and I can work with you to determine what the actual, you know, keep in mind it is just a summary so it's not the priority, it's not the priorities that um, the policy priorities or the programmatic priorities, it's just like, what does education mean, what, what do um, reparations mean under the umbrella of education, just very broadly. But we can, that's just a draft, so thank you for the feedback, and I will get feedback from the rest of the members as well and incorporate that into the final document. Thank you. Um, and in that case, then it should say that, that HRC determined what these priorities are because it does say the word priority. And I understand that's how it was written in the report. So just because the, the report doesn't call them priority as much as they are the headers for each of the sections. So we can work with the language and not have it say priority. That's Thank that's you. not difficult. Thank you, Chair. And through the Chair, just to be clear, the HRC has not, this is all the the bodies thing. I think Joelle did a, I want to appreciate her for taking the time to try and put this together for review. So the whole purpose was tonight to have the body review it and help to, to draft it. When the HRC puts something out specific, it will make it very clear that it's HRC specific. So at this point, we're just trying to make sure that we run it by you before we share it on the 19th. So whatever information folks, I, I guess the question would be, how do we make sure before um, many of these community meetings are done, that the language is, um, oh, that the committee is fine with the language before it gets circulated, since this is probably um, the last meeting before some of those community right. meetings right. happen. Right, before that 31st. So let me, let me make this ask of each of the subcommittee leads um, for your areas. If you would please review the summary and, <clears throat> Uh, send any requests for um, edits of your summary area to Joel. And if you could do so um, by the end of this week, that would be ideal because uh, that'll get time to uh, allow rather time for incorporation of those edits um, so that we have final documents ready for that first um, community engagement meeting. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, Member Landry. Yes. Uh, thank you, um, Chair and Dr. Davis and Jewel and HRC staff. Um, so, I mean, pretty much I, this this actually is going to educate the community, correct, when we have the community engagement. OK, so that's all I wanted on that part. Um, yeah, I, I somewhat would like what uh, Member um, Barry was saying. I think it just needs to be more clear. I know, you know, not to be redundant, but just need to be more clear in terms of distinguishing HRC versus, <laughs> shouldn't say versus, but HRC. Um, and then, you know, of course, the task force. Um, Dr. Davis, so actually, it's mandated that we go before the Human Rights Commission, correct? 
technically it's that you need to present the report, which has done, which has happened um, formally because I think Joelle or Brittany emailed it to the committee Brittany, members. Yeah. So I think that the commit, the commission members are probably wanting similar to what's happening with, um, right. with the board of supervisors, a more formal presentation, which was the request to, I think, chair McDonald. Okay. Yeah. Just the reason why I asked that, cause I, I noticed at the last hearing that what I was hearing even from the, the audience perspective is it was it was a little unclear about, you know, how we arrived at who's speaking, why they speaking, who they represent, um, not to uh, belabor the issue of uh, the dreams keepers, because it could be a win win. And so in, in many ways, because we know that outside of our circle, even citywide, most people don't know what the hell we're talking about when we <laughs> try to distinguish dream keepers and reparations. So I, I, I do believe that we need to uh, be well uh, planned, you know, as a task force before um, September 19. And then lastly, uh, so I created a, a petition uh, to support the reparations plan, and it's on change.org. Um, I sent Joel, I sent you a link to that particular uh, site that we can actually mobilize people. Because I know Dr. Brown was talking about 4,000, 5,000 at our last meeting. And we just want to give people options. So I think that'll be another way that we can uh, present to the Board of Supervisors on the day of the hearing um, signatures from people abroad. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Thank you. Thank you. And just on one point that you may want to be clear, the difference, a difference between the last hearing in March and this hearing is that this will only be reparations. Right. Correct. So there won't be other items on the agenda that day uh, on the 19th. Just through the chair, just to support that, um, we've been very clear that there would be the separation and a distinction. And I think one of the things that um, Dr. Sai and other folks are working on is um, the response to be able to say why Dreamkeeper, in case that comes up from any of the the board or other folks, why Dreamkeeper is not reparations, so that folks do not get to point to that. And so, if anybody says, "Well, you already have that," just to be able to um, help people pivot, so hopefully we'll have that. Thank you, um, Member Carter. Yeah, I would like to um, definitely echo what Member Barry and. Um, Landry said about the language in the summary of recommendations and that maybe um, the subcommittees, we can come up with five priorities and list it as actual priorities and not a summary because um, it, it looks very vague. And I think at this meeting, we want people to know exactly what our priority is and not leave it so um, so vague. So, um, and I know the education committee, we we pretty good at this, but you know, I challenge the other subcommittees to also maybe think about five priorities and let's just list those and and as a rec and not HRC. So again, the charge to subcommittee leads is to connect with um, your participants, identify the priorities as Member Carter just stated, um, and then submit those to. Um, Joel, so that that can get captured in the summary. And we need that by Friday? By Friday. Friday. Yes. Okay. 
All right, Member Barry. Thank you, Chair. And also, I do want to thank Joelle. I know you've been working very hard. And I met with Joelle Friday in regards to outreach. And when I left that meeting, I came up with an idea that perhaps um, could make this, like I said, I don't know if, um, like Member Landry was saying, this is what's going to go to the public, this sheet, or what's going to be handed out or what's going to be pushed out between now and the 19th of September. But my idea I have is that we make a short, clear what has been done for folks that might be just, this might be their first meeting tonight. They don't know what's been done, what, what dates have been completed, what funding has been done. So maybe we could do a little short, spill of the final report was submitted July 7th because I still have people coming with recommendations, you know, and the report submitted, sorry, but if that's just clearly stated, also that Office of Reparations was written to the city's budget and signed on July 26th, you know, if that could be written uh, $2 million a year for two years, I think that's important for the public to know and that the 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 board of supervisors will be asked to support or whatever like i'd like to know what are we going to ask on the 19th of the board of supervisors when we submit it is it just a submission or are we going to ask them they all voted to support it last time are we asking for that again but to let the public know this is what's going to be done and why it's so important you know to come to that rally and to come in those chambers and to let folks know about the rally and hopefully if there's food gonna be available or something, but five strong um, statements of where we're at type statements, what has been done and what the public, why we need them to come to this significant hearing because I'm really fearful that this might be the last really effort to push out reparations for San Francisco publicly and under um, mandate. So again, I could work with Joelle on that, but we can't vote on it. Or if someone has input on it to, so that if I meet with Joelle, we can do that and make clear and grammar error-free I make grammar errors sometimes, but um. So if if this is a tight window, I recognize, but those um, additions, the edits from the subcommittee leads, um, how feasible is it, Joel, to once those are um, sent to you for you to right put them all together for a new draft of the summary? that can get pushed back out. Sure, so I can, I'm happy to send this out digitally. And then um, if people can give me the edits by the end of this week, I can turn that around early next week, by the middle of next week um, and get your feedback on that next uh, version of that draft. You know, there are a few competing um, 
if I may, Chair, there are a few competing um, elements here. So I just want to make sure that everything is clear because the the function of the executive summary is sort of to give, not to enumerate the, maybe I shouldn't have used the word priorities, but it's not necessarily to um, drill down on those talking points sort of things, you know, like to communicate those quite yet. Um, but they, it is, you know, there is are other venues to enumerate the talking points or what you would like to elevate at the um, Board of Supervisors meeting and things like that. Too. And if I could, I think there might be through the chair some confusion. So this line that says, um, see where it says review, Human Rights Commission review of recommendations, just to make a distinction, what Joelle is sharing in the executive summary is not that. That line item is about the things that um, I mentioned before that I will have to review with the city attorney, the recommendations overall, and be able to come back to you all with what I as a department. So those we do not have, that is there just as a, a, a reminder that there's a process that the Human Rights Commission, if the Office of Reparations moves forward, if the funding gets released, if we get to hire, if we get to, to do all of that, the recommendations that I as a department am able to move forward will have to be something that is vetted through a process with the mayor's budget office, the controller's office, the city attorney and whatnot. So that was there as a placeholder. I had hoped to be able to um, share those tonight. I am not. So the, the document that Jewel put out is not from the HRC. It is not um, meant to list those things out. So I know there was some confusion with the language in there, but that ultimately the review of recommendations from the Human Rights Commission has not been shared with you all yet. I'm hoping to be able to get those before um, September 19th for you all to review, but that is based on my ability to meet with all the different um, departments beforehand. So just to make that distinction, so the review of recommendations from the HRC will be the things that the department will be able to advance based on conversations with the other departments and agencies within the city. Member Bear. Yes, thank you, Chair. Thank you, Director Davis. And um, perhaps also, because I understand that the executive summary it's not the end all when it comes to communicating with the public. So maybe even perhaps the dates of what we accomplished and why we need a hearing could be the items for the flyer that's going to go out. Cause I know Joelle is going to work on the flyer to get people there. So if we could some way communicate to the public, the report was submitted, what date and that this office pending funding was approved and signed for in the budget and this hearing is the final hearing for this matter. It certainly is the final hearing as, as far as we know. Yes. Right. Um, so let's talk about, uh, Joel. yes, how, how it re gets represented, not so much in the summary. Let's sure. keep the summary a summary. Okay. So that folks can know and understand all the moving parts, the priorities from the subcommittees. Um, and keep it at that. Okay. Sounds great, Mr. Chair. And I would also like to add that um, member Freddie Martin has his hand up. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure that if you can see that. I cannot see it on okay. my end, no. So let's go to member Carter and then to uh, member Martin. Member Carter. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. 
Yeah, I think you pretty much just said what I was going to say, but I do want to just make sure it's stated again that for this, um, what is it, September 19th meeting, I really want our community to know the ARAC priorities, and I think we should have priorities, and we should list them, and we should list them very clear. Which is what the subcommittee leads. Yeah, the subcommittee five. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All righty. You said member Martin? Yes. Okay. Please. Thank you. Thank you, Chair McConnell and um, Joel. I just wanted to say that uh, for the TNDC date uh, for the town hall community engagement, uh, we had to change that to August 31st uh, because of Glide and TNDC scheduling. Um, and that would be from 5 to 8 um, p.m. at 220 Golden Gate, and there will be dinner there as well. Um, so I, I have to ask uh, which one of the, or which committee members would be able to participate because I know Chair McDonald, you, you may not be able to um, on that day during that time. Uh, and then I just wanted to comment on a couple of other things uh, for the Bayview Hunters Point and um, Sunnydale. I know that there's, um, active tenants associations. I've been in contact with uh, like the Shoreview, Bayview, All Hollows, LaSalle, um, the four on the top of the hill there with their tenant association president and vice president. Um, I'm not sure if that was on the agenda, but they also have been requesting and want a uh, community engagement session. Uh, and then the same for Sunnydale that I, I don't know how active their tenants association is there, but if they haven't been reached out to or if there is not um, a place or time set for them that that would be another good start and I'm happy to um, make that connection or support and help with that. Um, in regard to uh, reaching out to the community and getting the surveys and getting the sign on letter. Uh, that's one of the things that uh, in the TL part of District 5 and even south of Market, um, we've been working on that and we're actually using the Action Network, uh, which has a lot of built-in things. Um, there's a way to set it up so that all of the supervisors are contacted or on that list. Um, and then it can also be specified, but I think it's, I've seen it work uh, in different situations and different campaigns to where you can get those thousands of people uh, signed up. And it's it's like a, a place to put um, everything in. It's, it's similar perhaps to uh, change.org. And um, the last thing is, in regard to the separation between DKI and reparations, I understand that um, fully uh, and I respect that. I, I'm, I'm uh, just wondering in regard to the fact that part of the recommendations, unless it was taken out, um, the part of the recommendations, there's something in there that talks about funding Dreamkeepers Initiative as part of the, you know, recommendations um, 
uh, package. So I'm wondering if that's going to be addressed or, you know, what is a good way to deal with that? Thank you. I'm, I'm not entirely clear on your question when you say deal with that. Um, again, we're going to hold, um, in terms of the focus of the September 19th, the focus will be on the overarching um, set of recommendations, and then more specifically, the priorities that the subcommittee leads are going to identify. Um, so in that regard, a non-issue related to DKI or any of the other recommendations for that matter. And as Director Davis has already stated, um, the DKI team doc, led by Dr. Sai will have language around, again, the distinction um, that we want everyone to hold. Okay. Thank All you. Any other questions or comments from committee before we go to public comment on this item. So again, please ensure that um, any of the additional dates, hosts of, um, of community engagement meetings, please work with Joel to ensure that those dates are captured, that we can work on the logistics. Please make sure you are committing um, to one or some of or multiple um, community engagement meetings. We want community members, I'm sorry, committee members um, present um, at all of them, not, not all committee members, but committee representation at all of the community engagement um, sessions. So um, please follow up with Joelle to confirm with her which ones you will be able to attend. Any other questions or comments from committee? Yeah, so just... Um... Sorry, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think we can do it in multiple places. I will say we had people ask why we haven't activated or done something with the YMCA, and I think that there are folks who would like to see it in that space. I, I think that it is a challenge to do something that everybody thinks is the right place. So I, I think, you know, we will stretch ourselves and do as much as possible to accommodate. But um, one of the things that that we've really requested is that the people who host be responsible for helping get people in the space. And so the why is going to help organize and outreach and engage their membership, their body, their clients. And at Southeast, if we don't have a community partner, then the onus would be on the committee members to get people into the space. Yeah, I mean, I would, I mean, I love the YMCA. I love all of our um, facilities in Bayview. I just, um, I would love to see a big turnout for this for reparations. And I think um, the Southeast Center, just with the history, with the um, big five and just so many of the ancestors of that created that building, I think will be the best use of space. And I can definitely um, would love to have SF Black Wall Street a part of that, as well as the um, African-American Cultural District. 
So we would just need a date and then the commitment for other, because we just already, like it's a short window, trying to just make sure that we have staff, that we do outreach. I've been really trying to work with Joel and Zach on like, how do we make sure people show up? And I think if we've seen um, over the last few years, like it's really hard to know when two people will show up or 200. And so we're just trying to make sure that we don't have more uh, of people facilitating than we do people in the seats. I mean, so, if the Y is open, I would love to work with them and they can be a part of that just at a bigger facility. Well, I think they wanted to. So, cause that's why we ended up with Kathy Davis and the Y they, they everybody wants to like host in their space. So, I mean, we can ask them to pivot but they wanted to to host. So I was saying we could potentially- I think that's great, but like, this is our final meeting. This is a very, very important meeting. And I think the seniors, that makes sense. I wouldn't necessarily want to move that around. And it's also like close proximity. The senior center and the Y is like blocks away from each other, but I don't know. But I'll circle back with Joel and, um, and see how the Y feel about that. And we could have- Maybe something else at the Y. <laughs> Maybe. So we couldn't just do a third. So you're saying not to do. Not to do a third meeting, but to just have it at a different location and and work together. So we would need, if I'm hearing correctly, we would need a, a host because the Southeast isn't a host. Right. We need a we need a well, host. I said Black Wall Street. It definitely should be the African-American um, cultural district, which I also sit on that board. And I think. That's who definitely should be a part of that. I mean, it's the African-American cultural district. Okay. So if you can work within the staff team to confirm that those will be the hosts, confirm that those two orgs will do the outreach um, and engage community. Well, I can definitely speak for SF Black Wall Street, but I'll um, touch bases with the cultural district also. Okay. Uh, Chairman Donald, if I can jump in real quick. I was curious, this, I guess, directed to your desk. Um, in terms of the work that individual members of the committee um, or even members in the community might be doing in terms of outreach, um, the work that you do, uh, the work that uh, Vice Chair Hollins has done and continue to do. Um, uh, uh, I saw Tiffany out in the media recently. Um, I have about four lectures set up, all on reparations, all as a member of the committee. Um, I'm wondering how should we document our own involvement to give credit, you know, in terms of the people hours that we've invested as individuals on behalf of this work. Uh, so if you have community engagement writ large, like we were just talking about, how would we register or list, um, you know, the work that Director Davis has been doing all over the country and, um, you know, you and, you know, uh, Chair Vice Chair Hollins and others have been doing all over the place, our, our different panels. How should we, I guess, register those or, or include those in our outreach? Um, I don't know that there is a, uh, a repository for that necessarily um, because we're not issuing another report. If we were issuing another report, that would be um, uh, an appropriate place to register that. Um, I mean, if if you and others want to create a summary that then can be submitted to staff, then we'll have a record. Um, I don't know how public that record will become, although we do have obviously our, our, our um, online um, presence so that we can via the website identify again where and how we have done outreach. So um, that's 
probably the best we can do given the window of opportunity that we have right now. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Are there any, Anita, is that your hand up? I, I can't quite tell. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, thank, thank you, everyone. I, I just wanted to, one, thank people in the community who have stepped up to host meetings. Um, being in the Bayview, I love the fact that the Y is wants to do it, and I think that they should do it if there are additional meetings, because the Bayview is actually a very large area, um, then I welcome that. But I vehemently want to support community who have already stepped up, who want to hold hold it in their space. If people want to do additional ones, that's perfectly fine. But I don't want to force a community member with long-standing ties to have to do something, uh, something else. So uh, I, I actually want to reiterate that I think it's good to have the, the Bayview wide do it. Kathy Davis, of course, uh, and the other areas in, in the Bayview um, who want to step up to actively support them. Uh, and if additional people want to organize, um, I absolutely welcome that. Thank you, Member Ekinem. And I can't tell by my screen. Is there any, any other hand raised? Okay, thank you, uh, Member Barry. And then I do want to move us forward. Yeah, just a quick question. Um, was the Director Davis uh, slides, are, do we have those? I just sent those out to the committee during the meeting. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I will also follow up with the digital sign up for those sessions as well. Excellent. So again, remember members for the digital sign up. Um, you're talking about for the in community engagement, correct? Okay, thank you. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm I love everybody wanting to step up. Um, but as ARAC members, I think our voices definitely should be prioritized in this. And I don't want to divide Bayview. It's big, but it's not that big. I don't want to divide us. I want us to come together for something. So I would love again to have the conversation and see where their thoughts at um and then we can proceed from there and again to the in that in the very spirit of that so obviously you have a point of view member Ekinem has a point of view and you're both members so yeah um those are those are um committee members voices being prioritized yep right okay thank you very much and and again want to echo we do appreciate all of community uh who wants to step into the space, provide opportunity for folks to engage in this, this important work. Okay, with that, then let's go to public comment. And as we do so, again, just a reminder to um, our community participants, this is public comment on item number three. And item number three um, is the community engagement efforts that we just discussed. Thank you. I just said we're going to do it right now. <laughs> All right, public comment is now open. Please use your uh, the raise hand feature if you're joining us on um, Zoom. But we also have a um, a speaker at, in person right now. Hi, welcome. That mic's not on. Listen, I, I, I'm feeling kind of pleased. I'm tickled black, and that's a fact. I, I'm quite pleased with the committee. But we're here at, like you said, the last meeting. 
And I don't see no problem with us blacks all coming, having all kind of meetings all over the city. The main thing is reparation without hesitation. We got to get down there and make some legislation. And why, what the hell is everybody hesitating about? It ain't that many blacks in the city. Bayview, Hunters Point. Hey, ace on the case. Listen, I want my five. Ain't no job. I, everybody that's black should want they five. And we're going to make it come get the T-shirt. The thing about it, if everybody come, we probably get the five. Ain't no job. <laughs> Listen, you've got to get happy about promoting. That used to be my, especially back in the days. I used to be a promoter different groups, you know, back in Whispers. It ain't no problem getting TV shows. I know I'm promoted on my show, Ace on the Case, every day. Gonna hear it from my way. And I'm telling the community, San Francisco, come on out, without a doubt, and get involved. Uh, Dr. Davis and everybody should be coming together. She's doing a good job. Uh, listen, there isn't that many Blacks in the city. What's the problem? There's no problem. I know we're gonna have that that uh, hall full. Blacks are gonna be out in the hallway like the Asians are standing up. Y'all gonna be surprised, but they're gonna see with the eye. The black in the city ain't no pity. Listen, I'm just telling everybody, come on out and get your five. We're gonna have the t-shirt. If I could get a hundred people there with these t-shirts, and that's a, that'd be a good thing. All right, my name is Ace. And I'm on the case. Thank you, Brother Ace. On the case, yes, next speaker in the room, please. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is David Gabumadi. Uh, so really, I would just like to share that, uh, like, we don't want to exclude anybody because a lot of people have been getting a lot of help. And I was born in San Francisco, March 6, 1978, St. Luke's on Army Street. But uh, I'm from Shoreview, Hollister, Ingerson. But and Geneva Towers, my sisters was born in the brick homes. But I wanted to say, like we, as African Americans, don't want to exclude anybody because a lot of people have family who's this of all ethnicities. And then you want to remember the parables in case you do get some money. And we got the mint, so but they've been printing our money. You could print up five million in like, you know, seventy-two hours. So they got the money to get away. At the same time. You know, because I remember when the guy passed away in Sacramento in his backyard with his phone. Uh, I actually know his brother. Not like that, but I know his brother. So they was going to give him a book deal and like $27 million or something. But then he started, you know, doing the Black Lives Matter in, in the marches out there and getting on the light rail and felt like he didn't have to pay his fare. So they scratched that. So my point is, you know, we, we just want to be smart as a community. Don't exclude anybody. Don't make it a pity party. We have to deal with our Caucasians, Asians, Filipinos, you know, everybody. So, you know, don't exclude anybody. Don't become what we're speaking against. Yeah, and tapping to you on two of the wisdom about the commandments and whatever else is in your heart. That's right. You know, and that's all I have to share. Keep those things in mind. Yeah. Thank you. Is there anyone else in person who would like to speak? Okay, so going to our virtual visitors, we have Larry Martin on the line. Larry, could you unmute? Uh, thank you, thank you, Joelle. Um, uh, 
what I want to say is uh, I'm very pleased of what I'm hearing. You know, I don't know what's, what's bringing us together. I don't know if what happened in Montgomery, Alabama, have anything to do with us, be, uh, you know, working together. But I just want to say, I, I want to let y'all know that I'm willing to give my support and help on circulating these flyers. Because it's a coincidence, because I was over there in the Fillmore District, and me and Muhammad was talking about flyers about reparation. Then all of a sudden I come to the meeting today and y'all got the flies made already. <laughs> so that's that's wonderful. Y'all doing a great job. So I'm letting y'all know that I'm willing to, to help. I'm willing to give y'all my support. As I continue my, my, my college journey and, and, and going to these various communities in San Francisco, I'm letting y'all know I'm willing to circulate and pass out these flyers so we can be a big, large present on these dates in September. You know, I'm just, you know, and I like I like what I hear about the black school, you know, because that's important because we need some stuff that's ran ran by us and, and for us. You know what I'm saying? So let's just keep, let's just stay unified and not, not like the brother was saying in other words, not pick up the negative traits that, that's that's being thrown upon us. Let's just continue to love one another, continue to work together, and we we shall overcome a lot of these things with the small numbers that we have. Because we not this is ain't New York, this ain't Atlanta, this ain't Philadelphia, this is San Francisco. But we doing some things that a lot of these other big cities ain't doing, and I think and that's because we working together and. Y'all got my help. Y'all got my assistance. Just let me know when I can pick up the flyers. That's all y'all uh, Joel, just let me know when I can pick up the flyers. I take them to school with me. I take them to the various communities and pass them out. Free thank you, uh, Miss. Thank you, Mr. Martin. That is time. I see Cheryl Thornton. Hi, Cheryl, could you unmute yourself, please? Okay, um, so what I'm going to say is I think that the community at large needs to be engaged, the Black community. Too many times the, the masses of Blacks are disenfranchised and marginalized. And I am walking around San Francisco and too many people, they heard something about reparations, but they have no idea. And so um, I want to say as a Black worker, when we had to bring our issue to City Hall about the racism that was going on in the city and county that's going on, we had to engage, we tried to engage all Black workers so that we didn't marginalize people. Now, case in point, there was a meeting in Bayview last week with the police department. There was only 20 people in that room. And I didn't really see a lot of community leaders in there. And I don't know if it's because people were not invited, they didn't know about it to speak on it, but the, too many times I see this happening and people don't have the information. So it can't just be one small group of people speaking for the masses because the masses of blacks out here are the ones who are being marginalized and disenfranchised the most. So I think we have to bring everybody along. We have to educate everybody and we need to engage everyone. So that's what I wanted to say, thank you. Thank you. The next member of the public I see with their hand up is Dinesha Coleman. 
Hello, everybody. Um, I'm glad that summer is winding down, and I'm also glad that we're at the final meeting for the um, ARAC. Um, I just wanted to um, pretty much second the idea that was brought up er earlier about getting, um, you know, acknowledging what has been done. As for example, the um, the the um, recommendations, the final report for the recommendations, and then the two million per year. I think that um, that is a great idea. If you, you guys just put like, you know, like she said, just put it in blue and black and white and let them know that it's time stamped. So that's all I want to say. I think we lost you. Okay, moving on to the next virtual participant, Melody Huff. Good evening. Thank you so much for having me. We have uh, talked about a marketing plan before at earlier meetings, and I'm not sure what happened to that. I think there was supposed to be a committee, um, but I, I, was, I was not contacted and I would love to help with that. Also, we talked about billboards, flyers. I know we have 99 black led organizations throughout the city and they all have contact lists as well. And you all probably have thought of this too, is getting everyone's contact list and making one large list, maybe texting out to each of those people. Because one thing we do know is that everyone has a phone. Um, we talked about having allies, and I know we have SGI, Soka Gakai International, who has several African-American members. We have churches, we have all these different organizations, and I'm not sure how we're tapping into them. Our network is like a little bubble, and we have to you know, go out of it. So when we talk about handing out flyers, I'm, I know it's for the September 19th meeting, but just informational about reparations and getting allies to sign change.org and other petitions that, that are available. Um, you know, going down into Chinatown and Sunset and Richmond districts and really, because there are a lot of allies that we have. So those are just my thoughts and suggestions. And thank you so much for all of your hard work. And please tap into the people who have come to the past meetings, who want to help, who sign lists, who put their name on their list, but haven't been contacted. I think that's very important. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And now I see that Dinesha Coleman is back. And since you got cut off, we will give you um, a minute and a half to speak. Hi, yeah, I was cut off. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that I'm happy that we're at the final meeting. And I second the idea that the previous um, person on the board had spoke about in regards to documenting that all the things that you guys have done already, as far as like the $2 million per year, that date that that was um, acknowledged and also the fact that um, you guys have already finalized a report. So I think that should be, you know, set in stone since we're at the final meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Uh -huh. And uh, the next person I see is Carolyn Mims. Hi, good evening, everyone. I am curious to know if there will be a digital form of this flyer where we can post it on our personal Instagram, our personal Facebook, anything like that. Um, I'm no longer living in San Francisco, but my mother's still there and I am supporting this. 
um, 100%. So I do have a large following. I work with a few networks um, and I'm still connected to a lot of um, colleagues and um, alumni in San Francisco. So if I, you know, if you all thought about that, that would be great. Thank you. And I see Norma Labat. My suggestion is that uh, if you're running for a, a political position, what you will do is get your information, um, the district names of your district, and how come you could not advertise them? Each person has a district, and um, the the politicians end up sending um, you emails and uh, texting information, and you can use that for um, to support reparation. So that's all you really need to start advertising is put a group together and are find, like I said, um, look at because each politician will represent a district. And so if you get the names of these people in their district, start to advertise and um, to support reparation. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Monique Alamin. Yes, hi. I was calling in to um, speak up for the elders and the Black community. Um, they're having a hard time getting information about the meetings. And I was just going to make a suggestion that we can reach out to the uh, senior assistant living buildings and ask them if they can host them in their community uh, rooms. That's all I had to say. Thank you. Is there anyone else, either in person or virtually, who would like to speak on this agenda item at this time? Sorry, yeah, we can only speak once. Okay, I'm seeing none. There's okay. one more hand up online. Oh, okay. Uh, Nasira? Thank you. Hi. Nasira, are you able to unmute? Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, we can, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I'm Nasira Ajila calling from the Gambia and I'm a native of San Francisco. And I've been listening to the meetings for the past six months. And I wanna thank all of you so much for supporting us. And we really would love to get all the support so that we can have the money and do better with our healing and all of the challenges that we have experienced. And I know that things are gonna get better because I'm doing my part with living in the Gambia and also supporting some of my family in San Francisco. And thank you so much. Continue to do what you're doing. Thank you. You're welcome. The next hand I see raised is Lynette. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you very much. You know, I'd just like to piggyback on something that Monique uh, just mentioned. Not only is it hard for the seniors, it's hard for those who have registered that can't get in. I don't know why it's that difficult, 
but I've had quite a bit of difficulty and I'm on Zoom every day from 10.30 to four, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on Saturdays. But uh, there must be a way that you can make it a bit easier for people to come into these meetings that you continue to say you want to attend. And that's pretty much all I have to say on that. Thank you. Thank you. Barbara Cohen. Hi, Barbara Cohen, would you like to speak? You can unmute. Barbara, we can't hear you, unfortunately. Okay, now I see you've unmuted. Okay, thank you very much. I want to also thank you for all of the work that you have done. I wanted to add in terms of uh, promoting the various meetings that you be sure and send the notices to the churches. That's uh, a place where people are coming back now and you might can get the ministers or to put in their church bulletins. I think somebody mentioned the uh, number of Black-led organizations making certain that they get that flyer. And then there are still two or three papers, uh, the uh, Sun Reporter, the uh, Bayview paper, and the Post uh, newspaper to make certain that they get as much information. Thank you very much. Thank you. Alicia Mayo. All right, good evening, everyone. You're all doing a great job. I'm on my birthday vacation in Jamaica, but I am broadcasting live. This meeting is being broadcasted live on Clarity Media. And anyone listening, you can share the Clarity Media links with these live meetings and any other information regarding reparations, like reading the reports. I've done that. I've read through report number one. I'm reading through report number two. You can listen to me read the reports. If you can't read the reports yourself, you can play this information repeated because it's all recorded and it's sitting there over there on YouTube or on Facebook. Uh, you can play it for your family members, your elder members and have conversations with them about the information. The San Francisco Human Rights Commission also has their Facebook page and this meeting is being broadcast live on the Facebook page as well. So those are just a few of my digital resources that I'd like to share with everyone. And as well as Clarity Media, I spell it a little different. Look for C-L-A-R-I, capital T Media, Clarity Media, and all of this information and more can be found there. And I'm willing to help um, with any future broadcasts and live streams and all of that. So please just reach out and thank you again to the advisory committee for all of your work. That's it, good night. Thank you, Ms. Mayo. And the next speaker is Carolyn Gage. Could you please unmute? Hi, Carolyn. 
we can't hear you. So if you could unmute, we could hear your comment. Sorry, Carolyn, we're, we're gonna have to go to the next, um, the next commenter. Thank you. Um, please let us know if, you've, um, if you're able to unmute and we can circle back. Um, the next speaker is Mark Mitchell. Hello. Hello, we can hear you. Hi, I, I would like to first uh, thank the advisory committee for all their hard work. You've done a lot. Um, I only have really one question um, about the monies uh, to be it's you approved the two million dollars, but how exactly is that going to benefit the uh, senior community? Exactly. Specifically, how is it going to what is the structure that you're going to be going by to benefit the senior community, African-American senior community in San Francisco? Thank you. Um, as a reminder, the committee, the protocol is not to answer questions during the this Q&A or during the public comment section. But thank you for your comment. Thank you. And I see Carolyn Gage's hand is still up and we can give you one more chance um, until we move on. Carolyn, let's see, can you unmute? Perhaps you are not at your computer anymore. Okay, well, are there any other members of the public who would like to speak either in person or online? Seeing none, Mr. Chair, but I do see a hand from one of the committee members. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, we weren't going to go to public to uh, committee members okay. uh, at this time. Uh, okay, thank you for that. Public comment is therefore closed, and we will conclude item number three. Let's go to the next item, please. The next item on the agenda is general public comment. Members of the public may address the advisory committee on matters that are within the reparation committee's jurisdiction and are not on today's agenda. And okay, are there any, I would, I will invite members of the public who are present with us in person to come up and speak. And if not, we will go straight to the comments that are online. Okay, Harris Edgerly, please unmute and you have two minutes to speak. The timer isn't set, the timer. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you. Okay. I just want to thank the Reparations Committee, the Human Rights Commission. And on September 30th, it'll be after the big hearing, but we're doing Black Family Day. And we want to just be a special shout out to the Reparations Committee and the Human Rights Commission for uh, representing Black families. So uh, we want to thank you. We want to honor you. If some of the committee members want to come out, uh, but we definitely want to help spread the word for the 19th also, but after the 19th is your day. Well, thank you. Thank you. Point of order. Um, we didn't discuss agenda item 3D. Okay, let's get through this item and then we'll. Okay. 
Okay. Are there any other members of the public who would like to speak at this agenda item? Seeing none, Chair McDonald. Thank you. Seeing none, public comment then is closed. I'm sorry, Member Barry, one more time. Just a little Yes. Item 3D, we didn't discuss that item. Uh, that was the item we, we did. So the um, we have a plan for the Board of Supervisors hearing and Director Davis is going to report back on the on the um, the Office of Reparations. She has to talk first with the um, mayor's budget office, the city attorney, et cetera. And so she thought she'd be able to do it today. This is what she said earlier. So I'm just repeating what she said. So she thought she had, and she was not able to. So she'll have to report to us at our September meeting. Got it. Apologies. Okay. That concludes then item number four, um, which brings us to item number five, which we are not able to take action on. Um, it is our adoption of our standing meeting minutes. And just a reminder to committee members, we do need you to try and do your best to be present in the room. Um, so we appreciate that for, for our remaining um, meetings. And so we will um, carry those over, including tonight's meeting to our September meeting. And just to make that comment that um, someone in during public comment said, this was our last meeting. This is not our last meeting, just to be clear about that, um, which brings us to item number six, which is the sixth and final item, um, adjournment. I would entertain a motion to adjourn. Motion. Is there a second? Second. Awesome. With acclamation, then this meeting is adjourned. And as a reminder, our next meeting um, of the body is on Monday, September 11th. Uh, and we look forward to seeing everyone then. Thank you so much. Have a great evening.